Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. So lately I've been like, hey, I'm just going to go deal with Fred and then I'm going to go to sleep. And Tyler deals with, deals with the toddlers. Yeah. And he thinks I'm doing him a favor because like I'm with the baby. Yeah, right, right, right. But, but he you're, has, yeah. I'm scrolling my phone. And Liz. And that's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. <laughs> I like the way you have to say it. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And we are on what I would call borrowed time. Truly. We are looking at a ticking time bomb that is a baby. His uh. eyes are open. He looks like he's ready to just be pissed at any second. <laughs> he definitely is getting out of that. Like He's still a super easy baby, I think. But he's definitely getting out of like sleepy mix, sleeping tin. And like yeah. he needs more like. Like now I'm starting to have to do like wake windows and like nap and like he's supposed to be napping, but we had to bring him downstairs to try to encourage a nap. We're hoping that the sound of our sweet, sweet podcasting voices will just put him right to sleep. Yeah, Fred, this is the live show. People yeah. would probably pay good <laughs> people would probably pay good money for this. And he's just not having it, but. but that's okay because we're here to deliver on what can only be described as an exciting episode. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> We were going to do a test drive, but we decided we didn't want to do it. I'm sorry, guys. It's 9 a.m. And um, <laughs> tell them if, what the test drive was. The test drive I, has just been flooding my DMs is the sour cream and Oreo. You dip an Oreo in sour cream and it's supposed to taste like cheesecake, like Oreo cheesecake, which I don't know why you don't dip it in cream cheese, first of all. And you that know seems like the way to get there. You know what else tastes like an Oreo cheesecake? Huh? Oreo cheesecake. Yeah. So, so like, well, just go buy Oreo cheesecake. Yeah. Don't. Hey, hey, guys, maybe don't dip your Oreos in sour cream. But anyway, we we're going to do it just because I'm not buying it. And there's so many people who are like, I don't know. And then they try it. They're like, dang, that's actually really good. However, if I never have to have another Oreo in my <laughs> life, I will be so happy. Like, I think I would gag at it not because <laughs> it's an Oreo dipped in sour cream, but because it's an Oreo. I am so sick of Oreos. Oreos went from like your biggest craving to like your biggest aversion. I don't have any aversions except for Oreos and it's not pregnancy related. It's just overeating them. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I am. I don't want to do that. So we just look. We so look, for that reason, we're not going to. We took to. a long, hard look and we said, well, let's just not. Yeah. But besides that, we are going to do a great eight. I have some. I actually like got my like ish together and like I have industry news. I have a very good millennial word. And I even have a ditch the drive through. Okay, so we like did the bare minimum of our job this week, and I'm so proud of us. We did bare minimum of our job, but maximum of our life. I mean, I I'm, I'm I'm still trying to um keep it together, but I'm You're doing, doing great. I I I have my moments. You know what's been really great? What is and like I hope Tyler's not listening to this, but. <laughs> Oh, my husband's not listening. Let me just tell no everyone at night. So here's the thing. It's like anyone who has three kids, I think we can all agree the older kids are still the problem. 
Do you know like mm. there's like the hardest part about having three kids is your other kids. Okay. Not not the baby. Not the new one. Not yeah. the new one. So at night, like I started to kind of hit a wall because I don't really nap during the day. I'm just not a napper and I just can't. I'm just not a napper. Okay. And I got things to do. So around like 7.30, I start to hit a little bit of a wall. And like George and Heidi don't go to bed till 8.30, mm-hmm. 9 because mm-hmm. they take really long naps in, during the day. Whatever. It works for us. So lately I've been like, hey, and like Fred's going to, re- to sleep around 7, 7.30. So mm-hmm. lately I've been like, hey, I'm just going to go deal with Fred and then I'm going to go to sleep. And Tyler deals with, deals with the toddlers. Yeah. And he thinks I'm doing him a favor because like I'm with the baby. Yeah, right, right, right. But, but he you're, has, yeah. I'm scrolling my phone breastfeeding the I'm, I'm i'm checking out at seven yeah i'm, I'm gonna grab him <laughs> okay fred is in kelly's arms now <laughs> and we're recording so take a picture of us I feel he, like just, want he makes a lot of noise so just and it's he's like right next to the microphone so just Who doesn't be prepared some cute baby some cute baby coos though people always say that like when we have guests what people always say they like when we have oh guests. yeah so, so this fred's is our just, guest yeah this yeah. is nothing new. okay um anyway so you are Cat, you're checking out at seven and and then i'm going to sleep and tyler thinks that you're mm-hmm. yeah okay that's Call a that little bait and switch yeah that's a that's a good hack to know um okay well Kyle, i say we just get like right into our episode yeah and we're gonna start with the millennial word of the day where we learn gen z slang so we can be less lame and today's word is feral <laughs> feral feral i'm assuming that means like wild yes so um feral means being uninhibited and unapologetically yourself it means being wild and untamed um so you're just like if you're just doing something like so outrageous you're just like i'm just like i had the example they use is soda for breakfast like i'm just like feral oh soda for breakfast is feral like i totally understand that yeah so just like doing something that's just like so wild like oreos with sour cream is that is feral (laughs) that is is feral 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 i love that word actually Mm -hmm. that's kind of funny yeah what's like the millennial version of that what do we just say ratchet i feel like no one's saying ratchet anymore yeah what even is a ratchet i don't know what a weird word it's like a tool i like feral I like feral too. Like <laughs> the, funny. Way I, the way I'll be. I saw this one reel and it was like the way I go absolutely feral at the airport. <laughs> it's just like 8 a.m. He's like drinking a beer and then he's just like doing yoga at the gate. It's like absolutely feral. Oh my gosh. That is pretty funny. The yeah. way I go feral. Yeah. Okay. So that's good to know. And I feel like that's one you'll see in your everyday life. So I think so. I think that's one we can incorporate. And I think it's one that's going to have some longevity. Like sometimes so you say too. something and it's like, well, that's a blip in time. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as we bring it to the, or their attention, we know it's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Farrell's going I to. I think Farrell's up and coming. I've been seeing it. Well, I've been seeing it a lot on Reels, which means it's been on TikTok for a few weeks now. Okay, I have a uh, an, an idiom for you. Okay. And I think you're going to know what this one means, but I want to know if you've ever heard it. Okay. A day late and a dollar short. Yeah, I've heard a day late and a dollar short. Okay. Literally, you're like, yeah, of course I've heard that one. And then yeah. I say another one, you're like, like, you've never heard Rob Peter to pay No, Paul. I've never heard. Well, that one's <laughs> way different. Um, a day late and a dollar short. That just means like you missed you missed it. Yeah. So Too my late. my my example is today. Yet today is when we're recording. This is Tuesday. Yesterday yeah. was Monday. Super Bowl was Sunday. Kia sent me their binky yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the green one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A day late and a dollar short. Well, it's just a little too late. Yeah. I really liked Kia's commercial. I know people. I have had some um, controversy in my DMs about it. 
Yeah. Which I don't know. I which, could see that. I could. I look. Can I, let me say the controversies. Okay. And then and again, I'm not. Well, let's explain the commercial. OK. The commercial is Binky Dad. Look it up. Um, and the premise is this like um, mom, dad and young baby get to the, this hotel, like check in for a vacation. And the mom looks at the dad and she goes, you remembered her favorite Binky, right? And then the joke is like, no, he forgot it. So then Bink, they, like then he like rushes to back to his Kia Telluride X Pro mm-hmm. edition, which is the all terrain edition and a social media influencer who just happens to be there, which also, hey, Kia, missed up like takes a picture of him and she's yeah. like oh look at it's binky dad and then like binky dad like goes viral and like on his journey back home he encounters like press they're like binky dad needs a police escort he's like, like yeah binky dad's taking this like detour through the mountains all showing like what the kia telluride it, can do it's actually it was a great car commercial it's a great car commercial because they are showcasing that it is an off-roading vehicle while also understanding that it is also a very, very popular family vehicle. Yeah. Which I really, really appreciated. No, I I thought it was it was nice to show to show it for what it is, which is a which is a family car. Because sometimes right. we talk about these other commercials like the, the the Jeep Wagoneer is still the perfect example. And like they wouldn't show a child. They wouldn't show a family in that car if their life depended on it. Like yeah. they're just like the Wagoneer person goes selling and golfing. Yeah. Like what? No, yeah. we go to Target. Yeah. Right. So anyway, I posted it. I really liked it. I thought it was a good commercial. Um, but I've had some other opinions, which I don't think any anyone's coming for the cancellation of Kia. Just like perspectives. Yeah. Um, because none of the messages have been like mean or aggressive, but one of the, one of them was like, I thought that, that it played on the incompetency, the stereotype that dads are incompetent and like, wouldn't remember the favorite Binky, which, which I kind of get, which I get, but like everyone's forgotten something like, well, and I think it would have been worse if we would have done it on the mom. Like, what do you want the mom to forget it? Right. So like if a parent had to you forget have it, to, you have to play on the stereotype that it's the dad. You have to make fun of the dad. And I, and also, like, I appreciate that the dad, like, went back and, like, went through all these great lengths to get the binky. And, and then, like, that is a good thing. And then some other people were like, because, and, and so, so anyway, at the end of the commercial, I forgot this, at the end of the commercial, oh, yeah. he brings the binky back and he picked, got to the green one and the baby only likes the blue one. Yeah. Which also, like, if it's the same freaking binky, like, your kid needs to get over that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I think we need to work on that. Um, uh, but so the other side of the argument was they felt like, so the dad does the bare minimum. Oh, and gets the praise. And it's like, yeah, I social media is following him, like all this stuff. And like, it's like, no, he forgot the freaking binky and he's going to get praised for going home and getting the binky. Okay, so that one, that side of the story, I see a lot more I than the other one. I agree. Either way, it's a commercial and it's comedy and it was funny. No, it, it was, but I it, it, it was. So, um, but anyway, I, I'm happy to see I'm happy to see families shown in car commercials. <laughs> like, yeah, guys, let's maybe I'm just at the point where I'll just take what I can get. I thought it was funny. I thought it was well done. And I thought it was one of the better um, car commercials at the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. I honestly haven't really with our Super Bowl watching did not go as anticipated for me. Yeah. I was like, we went to Tyler's parents house and normally I would have pumped for those situations, but I decided not to pump and didn't bring my pump. So I had to like go in the room and nurse Fred a lot. Oh, so you couldn't. Yeah. So we were just like, me and Fred were a little out of commission, but I'm going to go back and look at them all. Um, did you see the one about the Ram 1500? No. So it was about the electric oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's called premature electrification. And it's talking about how they're like, it's like, all, it's like a couple and he, it's I'm trying, trying, trying to figure out the best way to say this on a podcast. So premature electrification, premature finishing, P- 
premature. Yeah. So the the premise of the commercial is that it's a couple, it's a bunch of different couples. And the woman is just like, you know what? I'm just afraid that if we use this car, we're just like not going to make it all the, all the way there. I'm just afraid we're going to end early. <laughs> it's like the fear of premature electrification. I get it. I get so it. I'm re- watching the commercial. It is hilarious. So that was a really good one. Also, too. family adjacent. Yeah, family adjacent. So <laughs> we love to see it. And the man is the butt of that joke as well. So that just seems to be the trend. <laughs> what do you think of the halftime show? Um, I mean, the first thing I was like, is Rihanna pregnant? And I didn't know about it. So like, so many props to her for doing that. I was listening pregnant. to the morning toast and they said that they don't think that Rihanna intended it to be as confusing as it was. Like, I think like, okay. she thought, I think she thought it was going to be like way more obvious that she was pregnant. Well, I don't think anyone wants to be like, are you pregnant? No. She did just, she had a baby in May. So like, I saw a lot of we, comments. Too. I saw a lot of comments that were like, guys, she just had a baby. Like, give her some more time. But it was clearly a bump. Like, it was so clearly a bump, and her outfit was so... I don't know. I just feel like she could have, like, taken a layer off to truly show off the bump a little bit more to make it more clear. Yeah. Um, When she was up there on that stand, I was, like, getting queasy. I think she was attached, though. No, she was attached, but still, you're super high up there. Yeah, I know. She has a lot of bangers, um, and I think her biggest downfall is the expectations that are set for the Super Bowl halftime show and how good they have been in the past because the entire time I was just like waiting for the outfit change. I was waiting Which for the special guest. I, I was waiting for the scenery change. I could have used an outfit change. Just one. I don't need... I didn't need a scenery change. I didn't need a special guest. I I like an outfit change. Sorry. Yeah. And I also didn't love her outfit. I didn't hate her outfit, but I just like... Yeah. I don't know. I could have used an outfit change. Um... So I hate to say that I was like a, a kind of bored, but I like kind of was. But again, that's not because it's Rihanna and that's not because she didn't put on a good show. It's because I then went back and watched like Katy Perry's halftime show and she had like four outfit changes, five scenery changes, actually didn't lip sync. Like, so there was just like a little bit more, I feel like, of an expectation that you are placed under when you're doing the halftime show. You know, you're going to be ridiculed either way. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've seen that critique a lot. I wasn't bored. I liked it. I also like the way I had no idea that I think Rihanna's my favorite pop star. Like I had no. She looked stunning. And like, I mean, the songs like. Yeah, she has oh, so many bangers. My gosh, so many bangers. Mm-hmm. I, I do think, too, because I kind of saw on social media, I think the choreographer who did the um choreography is very well known. And so like a lot of people who are like in the dance were like my the people who I follow who are like were dancers or still are in the dancing world, they were like, oh my gosh, I knew it was this choreographer. I think that there is a level of um, art to the dancing and choreography that I can't appreciate as someone who doesn't know anything about dance or choreography. 100%. So I do think it was probably like incredible choreo. I just like don't have the eye for that. You just shorten it to choreo? Yeah, isn't that what they do? You're just like, I know nothing about it, but anyway, the choreo, <laughs> the choreo, like, choreo. Well, I just kind of got sick. It felt like I said choreography like eight times. So I just like was going to like shorten it. I don't know. Could it just shorten it to like the dancing? <laughs> the dancing. But that seems offensive. <laughs> I don't know. But do you know what I mean? Sure. Anyway, that's your um, super late Super Bowl yeah. recap from Kelly and Liz. Also, 
it, the entire time I was thinking I'm kind of bored. But however, if she is pregnant and she is doing this, then I am I'm blown away. My expectations are blown away. Because I, I can't like walk up the stairs without running out of breath. <sighs> I know how how pregnant do you think she is? I, this is the thing with celebrities. It's just like the vagueness. It's like. I wish you just were like would have shown a sonogram picture and like had a letter board that said like baby number two coming in October. Like I know. Would I just, just need more. Would have just cleared a lot of things up. It was, <laughs> I mean, she's probably at least like five months, right? Well, mom was saying she looks like about as pregnant as I am, and oh I'm gosh. five months. So you and Rihanna are pregnant at the same time. Yeah, that's really exciting. Also, me and Rihanna were pregnant at the same time. Rihanna's on also, the two hundred. How far apart are these kids going to be? Two hundred two. I know they're going to be 202, but it's going to be like Irish twins. No. If she's due, she had a baby in May. I'm due in June. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. So like this. Oh, like, I see. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking we had a whole if she's year. close to me and I'm due in June, then they will be like 13, 14 months apart. Okay, Riri, go off. Yeah. Good for you. All right. I don't have a driveway dump. Which is like kind of crazy. Do you um, have? Free- I have some stuff. I have two have, things do you on, have- on freeway fun time with Liz. Um, I have another thought provoking reel. <laughs> I'm telling you, my reels have been just You're like just a good. Huh. Side. I'm on. If I I here's my side of reels. If I see, if you made the cash, I mean, yeah, the, yeah. stop. Yeah, everyone stop. Well, I will say you have to get about through. 15 of those before you go through a thought provoking once. Maybe I'm just, we'll stick through it a little bit longer than you will. I hate it. Here's my thought provoking reel. The premise was, I don't know what the premise was, but they were in a class. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the entire setup was, but it was essentially like a classroom and there was a man teaching the class and he had a PowerPoint. And the PowerPoint had a blue circle and a red circle. And he said, so here are these two circles. They looked. Wait, did you tell me this already? Yeah. Oh, okay. They looked like maybe I did. I told someone they looked like they were the same size. And he said, these two circles look like they're the same size. However, they're not. So take a look at them. Who thinks the blue circle is bigger? Some people raise their hands. Who thinks the red circle is bigger? The rest of the class raised their hand. He said, well, they are actually the same size. And this is how easy it is to manipulate people. I mean, Elizabeth so true and that blew my mind that's spooky it is spooky because how many times have you been i have gotten in knockout drag out arguments with someone being like no you're wrong it's this and it, and it might be because you saw an instagram reel of because it. on instagram reel of it. Yeah. like like i'm some freaking expert that it could be any it could be anyone and like especially if someone puts on a lab coat or films are real like they're talking on a podcast like or puts a good like a library behind them like you will automatically think someone knows what they're talking about because they put it on the internet and that is scary fred squeaky um that is very scary and i think as a society we all need to go out touch grass and fo- do some follow-up and not with yeah. everything we hear yeah what, can i share like a, kind of an example that i've seen yeah so I, you know how i told you that like no one has more opinions than no one will have more opinions than they do on newborns. Yeah. Okay, so one message I keep getting over and over again. And I was going to go on my Instagram and talk about it, but I didn't want it to come off as sassy. So I'm just going to do it here instead because I feel like these people get me more. Okay. So I have a Kleckling car seat for Fred, right? Okay. It's an infant seat. The Kleckling car So you know how there's like handles on infant seats? Like yeah. to carry them? Yeah, okay, yeah, so in the Kleckling, you have to drive with the handle up. Yeah. A lot of other car seats require you to put the handle down. Okay. The amount of messages I've gotten mm. to say like, hey, like 
that handle needs to be down. That handle needs to be down. You need to put your handle down. Hey, my husband's a firefighter. He's needs to put your It's like, guys, you're wrong. Yeah. And it's just like, don't. And so I, I know that because one, first of all, check my creds. I'm a CPST. Yeah. But also it's like, just because that's like, unless you're no 100%, like you can't be, because t- like what if they would have told someone mm-hmm. who like didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah. And then like, oh shoot, I do need to put it down. It's like, no, it needs to be put up. So one, I'm doing it right. But also just be on the flip side, just because that's how my car seat is, yeah. don't assume that's how your car seat is. Right. So it's just like, it's scary how much people just, I think, take what they think they know or take like a modeled behavior and do it. Like, oh, I saw, well, the car keeps her handle up on her car seat. Yeah. It's like, because no, of, because mm-hmm. that's what my car seat says to do. Yeah. Which is why we always encourage to read your manuals, both 100%. in your car and also in your car for your car seat. And also, like, and I, I really the messages haven't been hateful by any means, but like also no, just they've be, been trying to be helpful. But just like be careful on the advice you give on people. the advice you give people because yeah. like and then like not to be dramatic, but like that's could be a, like that's a life or death death thing. Like the yeah. car, my car seat is required to have the handle up because that's how it was crash tested and that's how it was designed. Yeah. So you being like, oh, but you, you should put the handle down because that's what because that's what my husband You're, told me to do, and yeah, or that's what the my dad who's a police officer said or that's what my car seat is like yeah. just be careful with the the misinformation that you could possibly spread yeah that's all you have to know for one hundred thousand percent and that's why same thing with like any articles you share like you yeah. just like got you got to be careful with that yeah. kind of stuff i know us included yeah oh for sure i mean especially us included because you are the one who's putting out information as the and i expert. am I know. And I feel like we work diligently to like make sure our information is accurate. Yeah. And like the other car reviewers who just like don't yeah. is like so scared. I mean, how many times have we talked like and like these other car reviewers are just like, and it can fit eight people with eight to- top tether anchors. And we're like, okay, stop. Or like they key a carnival with the dentist chairs and they're like, how comfortable would this be for your kid to be reclined on a, all, road, trip. On a road trip? It's like, no, you can't do that. That could, that like, is horrible. Gonna slide right out of the seatbelt in a collision. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. No, you can't do that. So anyway, you just have to be cautious. 100%. Okay. Well, here's another thing on my dump. It's like so car related. Is And this is another car related thing because it happened to my sister-in-law and I actually need to do a follow-up with her. But mm-hmm. My sister-in-law was in the car wash and there was um, a car in front of her and a car behind her also going through the car wash. It was like the subscription one where they just like send people through on tracks. So you put your car in neutral when you go into a car wash, right? Mm-hmm. So the person in front of her, while they were in the middle of the car wash, somehow activated their emergency brake and they stopped moving. And my sister-in-law, who was behind them, her neutral car that was on the track of the car wash hit their car car behind her then slammed into her at the time and maybe they've gotten it resolved again i have to do a follow-up it was her fault because in missouri if you bump if you slam into someone in front of you you are the one responsible yeah i mean there's no way that's going to stand up i mean she was in neutral she wasn't driving and she she was was on track and she was in the car wash in the car wash but like of course, the car wash was like, whoa, 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 like this isn't us. And again, I, I don't mean, know what they're doing about it right now, but you, you need to get a follow up on it. I us. know. And so then the other day I went th- in through the same car wash and there was a car in front of me. Again, this car wash like puts people way too close uh, together. Is it this, the same? Did yes. she go to the same car wash yeah. you go to? There's like maybe three, four feet in front of the other car. No, they sardine you in there. And it's like, give us a car length. So I'm like, I'm getting all the shampoo going, all the soap. I cannot see a thing in front of me. If I were to just like slam into a car, I would be so scared. 
It's kind of spooky. I've never been afraid of car washes until now because I'm that, afraid. No, that is spooky. Yeah. So anyway. Also, good reminder to make sure your kids and yourself stay buckled during. Stay buckled. During the car wash. Yeah. Like it's not like don't like let your kid get unbuckled and like come to the front or anything like that. Yeah. Can't do it. No. Um, okay. That's a Liz, freeway fun time with Liz was not that fun. No, it wasn't freeway f- feral time with Liz Liz. feral freeway (laughs) the feral freeway in the driveway dump when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Okay, are you ready for our great eight? Yes. So, I don't know if like you anyone needed a reminder, but like, we're technically an automotive podcast, so yeah. we're keeping it very auto related today, and we're going to do the great eight of car taglines. Manufacturer, so, like, yeah, sorry, like manufacturer taglines. So let me pull up the ones that we have, um, because I like I love like a good like marketing moment too. Mm-hmm. So, um. Should I just read them all really quick? Yeah. Okay. So you're going to remember, like, you'll, when I say it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. And we're going to see, we're going to pick which one's the best. Okay? okay. Toyota, let's go places. Okay. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Okay. Ford, built Ford tough. Nissan, innovation that excites. Subaru, that's what makes a Subaru? A Subaru. A Subaru. Volkswagen, Das Auto. Kia, movement that inspires. Chevy, find new roads. Okay, I already have some that I don't like. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> for this. Okay, so what what are we? I'm base, excited. What to... are we basing it off of? Because like, no offense, our last episode was kind of a, a stinker because we had no premise for what what the best couple was. No, but I think we knew. <laughs> um, I stand by it. Um, I mean, same, but like, is it like who sums up the brand the best? Like, which one gets stuck in your head the most? Which? Yeah, okay. I don't think it should be which one's the most known because I think like that's yeah, not no, fair. I don't. Can we just go through the first round and then figure out okay, what it's that's about? Fine. <laughs> because I don't know. Just our just our overall favorites. Okay. Yeah. Let's do Nissan Innovation That Excites versus Volkswagen Das Auto. Innovation that excites. Yeah. For I agree. sure. Das Auto is no good. So this is did you do you know the story I'm about to tell? No. Okay, so Das Auto is German, right? Yeah. Because Volkswagen's German. Uh-huh. Do you know what Das means? Uh no. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So one time dad told me this story. He was in a Volkswagen meeting. And one thing about our dad is like our dad's just he's just going to find he's he's not scared to ask the questions that's on everyone's mind. He's a little feral. <laughs> and so he's going through this whole Volkswagen like marketing me and he raises his hand. and He's like, what's DOS mean? And everyone's like, <laughs> you don't know what DOS <laughs> like they're like, they're, yeah, like, they're, like you don't giggling. Know what and he's like, what does it mean? And like no one in the room knew what it meant. <laughs> actually, like yourself included. Yeah. It means, I think it means, I, now I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I, mean, like, I think it means more. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause I've also heard this story. Here, I'm going to look it up really fast, which is just like, just like how, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> you more confused? <laughs> wait. And I, that's, that's on me taking the the version of what dad said on the story and thinking my whole life that i meant more auto and according to google 
It means the car. Das Auto, the car. Volkswagen, the car. Freaking so bold. Um, that's like a lesser version of the ultimate driving machine. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Volkswagen was like the car and BMW was like, we'll up it. Say okay. we're the ultimate driving machine. Let's get so that. actually, that's another thought provoking reel that I had seen. And it was about being an idiot and how it's better to be an idiot because the idiot asks the questions and gets the answers. Whereas the person who doesn't know the answers, doesn't want to come off as an idiot, doesn't actually know anything. Be the idiot you be wish to idiot. see in the world. Exactly. <laughs> So anyway, the car, uh, I don't like it. We It's too confusing. <laughs> okay, let's do um, Kia, movement that inspires versus Chevy, find new roads. Here's the thing. What does movement that inspires <laughs> mean? I think they were just trying to like come up with something. They're like, they, they thought too hard. Well, movement that inspires would be like Rihanna's choreography was movement, movement that, that inspires. inspires. A car going on a road not inspiring for what, to what who? is it Kia? i would say movement that inspires i see what you're saying find but that okay so it's just like one try to do too much and one almost try to do too little <laughs> chevy find, find new, new roads. roads um okay i i think i like find new roads i think that implies adventure and it's more car related i would movement almost, that inspires also what is that and also kia Babe. Kia, babe. Come on, if sweetie. like, if like, Mercedes Benz tried to say that, I'd be like, oh yeah, I get it. Like movement that inspires, but like, it's like the soul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my Kia soul. Yeah, is movement that inspires. Yeah, no. Kia, stick to your hamsters. Bring back the hamsters. I. But drew, now they have Binky Dad. Uh, well, Binky Dad's good. I drove a ton of Kia Souls in college because they're really easy to parallel park, and the amount of just like hatred I would get from driving them, I'd be like, haha, this is the hamster car, and I'm like. Yeah, maybe that wasn't a good move for them. I li- I actually do like the Kia Soul though. I do too. We We're, should do a tour on one. We haven't done one. Yeah, we should do a tour on one. Okay, next let's do. That's what makes a Subaru a, a Subaru. Subaru and built Ford tough. Is it built for? No, it's built Ford. I know, but like, is it trying to be like a? It's like like a no. It's like built as tough as a Ford. Like it's built tough. Not it's not just built tough. It's built for tough. I, but I think both, it's saying like it's built for tough things. I don't think that's what they're trying to say at all. But you could be right. I could be wrong. Both. So wait, wait, wait. What, what are we doing? That that's ins- what makes a Subaru. So a they're sub- both calling out the name in their slogan. Yeah. So which one does a better job? And of I'm not doing even it? sure. That's what makes a Subaru. A Subaru is an official slogan from them. But that's what I think of when I think of Subaru. Yeah, me too. So, and built for tough. They might actually have another one too. But that's what I think of when I think of Ford. Party wants to give it a Subaru. <laughs> And that's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. <laughs> I like the way you have to say it. <laughs> Built Ford tough. Um, Ford could do better is all I'm saying. Like if Chevy found new roads, Ford could do better. Yeah, I really think Ford has another one too, but I'm good with giving it to Subaru. Because you know what? We don't give a lot. Because you know what? I also always like how they end their commercials and it's always like something with like family or something cute. No, Subaru is out here for the families. Yeah. Okay. Last one in this round. Toyota. Let's go places. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. This mm. one's tough. This one's tough. Um, I do like You're so different that BMW is like we're the ultimate driving machine. We're just gonna say it, yeah. Like we're just gonna like we're not gonna be like it's not subject to debate. Like he, we're BMW, we're the ultimate. Driving and if you've ever driven a BMW, you get it. But if you've ever driven Toyota, you've gone places, so it's confusing. Um, Toyota, let's, let's go, go places. Because <laughs> I've never heard. 
I've BMW, never heard the ultimate driving machine. I've never yeah. heard it spoken. I've yeah. only heard, yeah, I've yeah. seen it I've on seen screen it written, yeah. and I've seen dad say it 567 times. Yeah. But I've like, mm- you know, BMW ultimate driving machine. I know. But that's only dad. Um, <laughs> Toyota. Let's, let's go, go places. places. It's that. It's, it's that. so, they were just like, let's just, what is a car do? It goes places. And they're like, we're done. Marketing <laughs> meeting closed. On to the next thing. Okay, now this is going to be a fun one to do. Let's go places first. Find, find new, new roads. roads. I knew this was coming. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Find new roads. Wait, what's that? Chevy? Yeah. That's interpreting to me that like your Chevy. You're going off-roading. You're going off-roading and like. You're finding truly new roads. New roads, which for me, I'm, I'm just going places. <laughs> also, I don't think Chevy. Chevy, are you? Like, but I'm sorry. Are you taking the Chevy Spark and going to find new roads? It's like that. Almost Subaru should have taken that one. You know what? Or Jeep should have taken that one. Changing my tune though, because (laughs) there's a certain level of um, possibility that I'm getting with the find new roads. Toyota, let's go places. It's like okay, where are we going? To the gym, to Starbucks, to Panera. Like Chevy's, like I might. Even if it's not a new road, it could be a new route. Find new routes. <laughs> um, I'm kind of on find new roads because they're the same. Here's the thing. They're the same except one offers possibility and one offers the mundane routine. I want to think I might do Say something less. new with I'm my life. I'm doing find new roads. Okay. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Subaru. That's what makes a Subaru? A Subaru. A Subaru. You're, you're saying it too fast. It's That's what makes a Subaru? Liz, Elizabeth, listen. A Subaru. <laughs> there you go. That was it. <laughs> You do say innovation that excites all the time. I know because it is innovation. That's actually that's what movement in what movement that inspires was, was trying, trying to, to do. Say, yeah, because innovation that excites is like no, it is. It's 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 making me. It's it's kind of like finding new roads. It's like yeah. it's a possibility. <laughs> a Subaru being a Subaru. It's been a Subaru. It's tail as old as time. That's what makes a Subaru. <laughs> a Subaru. <laughs> I'm giving it to innovation that excites. I like that. Okay. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Chevy. Find new roads. I want to be find new. How did I know we were going to end up here? Did you? I did not know. I want to be find new roads with innovation that excites. Yeah. Collab. Uh, Crossover. Hmm. What do I want more out of my car brand, though? See, I told you we didn't need to set parameters. No, but here's what I think we need to say. Nissan. Are you innovation that excites? And yeah, innovation that excites is not giving Nissan. You're in a Nissan right now, so like, yeah. do you feel like the innovation is exciting? Um, or do you feel like? I mean, to me, it's like they've had the same freaking orange font on their not, display. No, no, I would not call Nissan innovation that excites. Right. I feel like when you say it, it's more about like honestly, like Kias. Yeah. Because the, I feel like they're always coming out and like Hyundai's like they're always coming out with like some new cool features. Whereas like um, Nissan's a little behind the eight ball. It's Nissan not that it's not a good a car. Not, it's not that it's not a good car, but they're no, not. I love my Pathfinder. I they're love not it. innovation that excites. No, so no, no, that's no. where I, while I like the slogan, I think I think Chevy is finding new roads, new routes. Maybe not. I think they're like, oh, maybe I'm going to take like you know this road instead of that road. yeah the I, back the back way i think it would 100 percent be innovation that excites for me if it wasn't for nissan okay so we're doing chevy find new roads and i did not think we were going to end up there no i didn't think we were i thought i kind of thought innovation that excites was going to win chevy find new roads i miss toyota 
you miss let's go places no but i'm good with finding new roads let us know what you guys think yeah this was kind of a fun one yeah that was fun. okay i've got three different stories for industry niz okay i can't see wow she's doing the most first off the refreshed 2024 volkswagen atlas atlas crossport Mm. are sharper looking and more upscale so at the chicago auto show last week they have they have shown off and announced the refreshed atlas and it honestly blew me out of the water Mm -hmm. like i haven't been this impressed with a refresh in a while so auto (laughs) does (laughs) <laughs> das auto das auto um yeah so exciting i feel like with all the hub and bub of the grand highlander i was did, did they announce that they were doing this because we totally missed that this was happening i didn't i didn't know i'm gonna be honest i yeah, didn't know I which know. i haven't been like as up to date on everything as i normally would have been but i didn't know for like a fun surprise um so anyway the five and seven seater crossovers have been given a styling makeover that includes an updated exterior new wheels and a more upscale cabin so they also like hit every aspect of it additionally i thought this was a big this is big gone is the optional 3.6 liter v6 and then it's placed it at a turbocharged four cylinder which will now be the only powertrain available which i think was a good move on volkswagen's part because i think offering two powertrains is a little confusing um and it makes it hard for people to, like find the car that they want and i'm yeah. excited for this um turbocharged four-cylinder because their last four-cylinder i did not find powerful enough so i'm hoping this gives it gives me all of it yeah um so refresher the atlas debuted in 18 and then it got a light restyling in 2021 but now this is like so is this a 23 or the 24 model 24 okay model um and you you owe it to yourself to look up the pictures because They've added like some really cool, especially in the front end grill, they had this like light bar element, which I think gives it a very, very high end look. Um, there you can see that. Photo oh, right there. yeah. Yeah. So I think the, the light bar. It's I, kind of giving EV. It is kind of giving EV. And I think that was kind of probably a good move on their part. Look at the back end, Elizabeth. Um, so when they do come out with like an EV version, because, yeah. you know, they probably will. It won't yeah. feel like quite so much like a jump. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's super cute. Um, so I'm incredibly excited. Like if you've been having your eye on an atlas and didn't know when to pull the trigger on one i would say that if you haven't bought one i would maybe wait for the 24 because i think it's i haven't seen it in person but i think it's stunning yeah so i'm very i also like the look of the uh, the other atlas though too so. i know and like they added like a purse they, they they changed out the shifter for like a more compact one yeah they had like a little um underneath the bridge now of like yeah. the center console there's like some additional storage so i'm overall very excited about it good for them okay next this has been something that's been keeps getting sent to me and i'm gonna try to like talk about it i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to explain what it is and then give you my take on it so npr recently put out i guess a new podcast or a new article or something i don't i haven't heard it but i'm reading the article from npr and it's the title is even after you bought a car dealerships can yo-yo you and take it back have you seen this Mm -mm. okay so it's it's this story of this like super darling couple who had a very horrible car buying experience and NPR is saying that like this is common practice and this is called being yo-yoed. So basically what NPR's version of yo-yoing is, is 
you sign at the dealership that for your car. Mm -hmm. And then a few days later, the dealership calls you back saying like, hey, the loan fell through. You have to come in and re-sign. When they came in and re-signed, like the interest rate was higher. Their payment was higher. They got less for their trade-in value. Like all these crazy Mm -hmm. things. Then they said, so that that happened to this couple, the Johnsons. So they came back in. They re-signed. Then they got called again saying like, hey, that loan fell through too. And they were just like giving the back and forth. Um, And then NPR did like an investigation, I guess, and said that this is that this is this has happened at other dealerships um they say that they i'm trying to find like the direct quote here it is to get uh to get a sense of how often yo-yo sales happen npr sent a survey to consumer attorneys who work on auto cases 40 of them responded together those few dozen lawyers said they've gotten calls from nearly 900 car buyers in the past year who felt victimized by yo-yo car sales okay so i'm not saying it doesn't happen but what I don't like about the article is this is not like a common practice. Right. This is shady freaking tactics. Yeah. And let me tell you what it is. And let me tell you where this could happen. Okay. But how it's different than the Johnson scenario because they're getting called back multiple times. Yeah. And now like the cars, the car costs more. They're getting less for their trade. Like that's yeah. sketchy. What does happen sometimes in the car business is especially, I mean, as you know, dealerships are open in the evening times, right? Mm-hmm. Banks aren't always open. Mm-hmm. So what does happen is like you want to buy a car. We're like, okay, perfect. Like, we we have your credit application. We have a sense for where you're at. We're sure that Bank of America is going to approve this yeah. loan at this. And then sometimes things do happen where it's Bank of America is like, yeah, we're not going to approve that loan. Okay. And we had you sign thinking that Bank of they had you sign like mm-hmm. thinking Bank of America would cover it and they didn't. Mm-hmm. That does happen. But I've never heard I've never heard it happen where you come back and the cars more and the trade ins less and like yeah. the terms are drastically different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would understand like some. I'm not saying it's so I, I just I want to put that out there because I don't want you to think like if you ever did have to resign, they were trying to yo-yo you because yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's the case. Yeah. But here's where I feel like you could totally protect yourself from this ever happening if you if you wanted to. And that is you just have to get pre-qualified before you go to the dealership, meaning like you have to go to you don't have to be pre-approved necessarily. But before you go to the dealership and we cover this like more in depth in, in our car buying course, like go to your bank and be like hey like i'm looking at a kia telluride like i just want to know like what what would be what would you guys approve me for rate and term yeah. wise on a kia telluride then you have some documentation to then take to the dealership and being like hey my bank my credit union mm-hmm. says they'll do this so yeah. if you can beat this i'm happy to sign with one of your lenders today because why wouldn't you yeah but if you can't beat it i want to go with my bank yeah so that way if they do try to yo you you're like okay yeah i already gave you the chance to do it that's fine yeah. i'm done we're gonna go with my bank now mm-hmm. And then you just like have that level of protection. So it's like, so then if they called you and they were like, hey, you need to come in and resign, you'd be like, you know what? That's okay. I'm just going to go ahead and get my own financing and I'll drop off a check for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds to me like the Johnsons had a very bad car buying situation. And then when they collected like the 900 other people had a similar thing happen, I'm sure they got, they had, maybe it wasn't to the extent and maybe it was more like kind of like what you said. Was the situation? Yeah, I don't know, and I I'm not gonna like gaslight someone and tell them this didn't happen because yeah, I believe yeah, yeah. that this did happen. Yeah, yeah But yeah. now I've gotten like so many messages being like, "Does your family's dealership do this?" Yeah, and I'm like, like, "No, we don't." Dude, no one's family's dealership would do this. I mean, obviously, some people's family dealerships are, but like, this is not this it's is not, not common practice. This is not a practice that like we all know about and we're trying to hide from people. This yeah. is shady. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. If, this, if this does happen, like, you need to write reviews, like. Yeah. And take and take the right action to like make sure this doesn't happen to you. Th- this this should not happen. So I'm okay. saying this is wrong. I got you. But my take is like I want everyone to know like this is not like a, a common what you should expect thing in the dealership. But if you want to feel better, which I, I I this is in my car buying course, I think it's a good idea. Is you should go get pre qualified so you understand 
what rate you qualify for. I gotcha. So that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Um, and then hold on, I have to like find my last article back because it got one thing that's really tough is I always have to like I look up like car. I found it like car news, and like then I have to read a lot about car accidents to like get oh, to like yeah. it's like really sad sometimes. Oh no! What? Well, I was trying to read this Bloomberg article, and originally let me read it, and now it's saying I have to pay for it. Oh, boo! I'm not paying for it. No. It's not, it honestly wasn't that good. Okay, let me find something else. Okay, well, I freaking paid for the article. <laughs> well, actually, Better I, gave be him, good. I gave him my email and I got one free one. I didn't know that people... I honestly didn't know that you still had to... Like, babe, just get ads. Yeah. You're going to make me pay for this? Is anyone paying for these things? Okay, new car... So this is from Bloomberg. New okay. cars are only for the rich now as automotors, automakers rake in profits. You want to talk about issues? Forget yo-yoing. This is some sketchy yeah. things. Okay. This is absolutely insanity, Elizabeth. I need your full attention. I'm fully paying attention. The average monthly payment for a new car has soared to a record $777, oh nearly doubling from late 2019, according to Kelly Blue Book. That's almost a six of the medium after-tax income for U.S. households. Even used models have climbed to 544 a month on average. That is crazy. Yeah. So they've doubled since 2019. In 2019, it was around $400, the average price of a new car. Now it's $777. And hey, that's assuming you have one car in your household. Yeah. And that's the average. So like, that's not all the 3 year SUVs, babe. Yeah. That's not a Ford Expedition necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. more, which is crazy. And because electric vehicles cost about 25% more than the average car, the shift to plug-ins is about to make affordability crisis even worse. Add soaring interest rates to the mix for new cars, like homeownership and college education, are fast becoming a domain of the rich. Gosh. Um, and I just thought that was like crazy, and I wanted to just like take this. This was not worth paying for. Now that I'm thinking about it, because I also remembered those numbers from when they let me read it for free for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you wanted to get them right, not um, spread false information. So the average price of a new vehicle has. Is, has jumped to almost $50,000, and that also is up 30% since 2019. So car prices are up 30%. Interest rates are skyrocketing, which just is making the payments super, super high. The average price of a used car is $27,000, which for reference, $27,000 is not a $300 a month payment. Yeah. So again, that's closer to like 450 yeah. or whatever they said. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem is it's like what Bloomberg is saying is that the manufacturers are reaping the benefits of selling fewer but more expensive cars. Yeah. Last year, automakers sold about 13 million vehicles in the U.S. That was down 8%. But their earnings grew by about 200 million. Right. So they're to not going to... Margins for some manufacturers, Margins for some manufacturers are expected to narrow this year. So, yeah. Like, they used to these... Grim news. Grim, grim news. Um, but I wanted to... I guess like I wanted to talk about it because one, I don't want to make anyone feel bad if like they, I mean, I would, I mean, these are ridiculous prices, $777 for a new vehicle. Yeah. So I think it's just always good to remember that shopping pre-owned is for, for Mm -hmm. growing families is a great option and Mm -hmm. you do, and do not be scared of a higher mileage car. I feel like I've talked about this a lot and like, I do have to like, kind of, you know, I don't want to like say buy, buy an older car and then you have a car with problems because I could also say buy a new car and you could get a lemon. So whatever. Take it with a grain of salt. But yeah. like a car with 150,000 miles is not too many miles, in my opinion. I would buy a car with 150,000 mm-hmm. miles on it because... It's a car that's run. And honestly, 
like which one so if you had a car that was 150,000 miles and you had a car that was brand new which one did you put money on that was going to make it to 200,000 right yeah. probably the one with 150 it already yeah. made it to 150 yeah, yeah, yeah. and it hasn't had a lot of problems so like if you look at the car facts of a used vehicle you get an independent inspection like you feel good about it you look at its ownership uh-huh. and history there's no reason why it won't make it to 200,000 yeah, right and 50,000 miles is a lot of miles I mean mm-hmm. that can be that could be several years for the average family if, you yeah. if you're not that high mileage of a driver. Yeah. And what's great is it's a lower car. It's a lower priced vehicle. So your payment's less expensive and it's easier to upgrade. Like mm-hmm. I think a, and if you're the kind of person who just like likes to get a new car ever so often. Hey, same. Like, don't blame you. Shop pre-owned. Yeah. Because shopping pre-owned means the vehicle depreciates less. So like if you mm-hmm. bought a car with 150,000 miles on it and you drove it for a year. Okay, it didn't depreciate that much because yeah. it already had 100,000 miles on it. Yeah. What now it has 170? Yeah, it's what's still 20,000 dollars. What's the stat for how much a new car depreciates like once you take it off the road? Like 30% in yeah. like the first year. So like those are not the investments. So I always say like and like right now leasing is just still not it because there's no incentives, no rebates. Rates are too high. There's not enough inventory. Mm-hmm. So like if you're and I give this advice to like, like I would give this, like if you were shopping for a car now, I would tell you to go buy a used vehicle because like a super used vehicle, because you have no idea how quickly your family is going to grow. Do not buy a new car and then try to get out of it in three years. We've talked about this a hundred times. It's never going to yeah, work. It's right. just not going to work. So anyway, that was what I wanted to say about that. Wow. That was definitely not worth paying for. Well, you just submitted your email, so you didn't pay for it, but now you're going to get spam, which so is honestly worse than paying I for it. I would have rather paid 99 cents. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and that is my industry news. Okay, so now it's time for just the drive-thru. Oh, yeah. Which you said you have also. I do have that also. Taco salads. Mm, yum. Made them last night. Yum. Tyler says I have like, it's like one of those meals that I make Tyler where he's like, you're so amazing. And I'm like, yeah, okay, it's the ground taco beef salad. and lettuce. Here's all it is. It's ground beef. Let me tell you how I assemble it. Okay. I make taco meat. It's freaking right. taco seasoning and ground beef. Figure it out. Make that. Okay. Then I get a bowl. Romaine. Okay. I take tortilla chips, crunch them up, nice. put them on there. You then just gr- elevated it. I did. Then ground beef. Then cheese. Then whatever. Just to- shredded cheese. Just shredded cheese. Okay. Then whatever toppings I have. So like last night I had like a sassy like Trader Joe's Mexican corn. Love Perfect. it. Cherry tomatoes. Love it. Yeah. Avocado. Love it. Cilantro. Love it. Sure. Red onion. Love it. And then I put some lime juice on top. Mm-hmm. That's the key. I think that's one of the secrets. Okay. And then my dressing, my dressing is... Equal parts ranch and salsa. Oh, she's fancy. So it's also like a little healthier because it's not like just ranch. Like salsa is like basically zero calories, I think. Okay. So equal parts ranch and salsa. Salsa or hot sauce? Salsa. Okay. Equal equal parts ranch hot and salsa. Hot sauce is like zero calories, not salsa. I think salsa is like low cal. Okay. Like it's tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what is it? Okay. I, when you said it's zero, like a lot of hot sauces are zero calories. So that's why I wasn't okay. sure if you needed to correct yourself. No. You didn't. Okay. Ranch is not zero calories, though. So, like I said, it, no, it, I got you. Like I said, it evens itself out. <laughs> so, equal parts ranch and salsa, and then I add chili powder, cumin, garlic powder. Mix it up with a little Southwest dressing, slapper on top. Yum! That's my taco salads. That sounds fantastic. And then I just make the kids a quesadilla. Easy day. And that's what I do. So that was okay. my dish the drive through. I love it. And that's our episode. Yeah. So thank you so kind much. Kind of star-studded. Yeah, that was fun. And very, Fred slept the whole very time. Very auto. Um, so thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review or five stars if you feel like it. Um, and follow us on Instagram at the Carpool. And we will see you all. What day is this? Thursday? Thursday. We will see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. 
And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.